0: This is The Public Speaker, quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. Vacations are winding down and I thought it would be great if I created a back-to-school episode. So today I'd like to share some tips for communicating more effectively with your child's teacher. And speaking of back-to-school, today's sponsor is lynda.com. You can learn what you want, when you want, with access to over 2,700 high-quality online courses, all for one low monthly price. You can try it free for seven days by visiting lynda.com forward speaker. As a parent, today's topic is one which I wish I had more help with over the years. So I turn to listener Cynthia Compton. She's a professor in the area of educational leadership. Actually, Cynthia had written to me quite a while ago asking me to write an episode on parent-teacher communication, and it turns out that Cynthia has been in education since 1977. She worked as a teacher in middle school and in high school and later as a school administrator, and she certainly knows quite a bit about education, and I thought a collaboration would be perfect. So I asked Cynthia for a little help in creating this episode. I suppose I should be a bit more formal. Dr. Compton told me that with any communication, it's important to first think about what you'd like to have happen as a result of having the conversation. That is, before speaking with your child's teacher, think really carefully about the goal. What is it that you most want to discuss? What is it that you want to happen as a result of the conversation? Next, for me, I think it's important to keep in mind that teachers are people just like you. They have families, they have work pressures, and they're doing the best that they can. Today, teachers are often evaluated on how much growth your child shows from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. And they want your child, along with the other 19 students, to be as successful as possible. Of course, that is given the administrative constraints that they have to adhere to. Ultimately, it's important to always keep in mind that both you and the teacher have the same common goal, and that's to ensure the growth and the learning for your child. Talking with your teacher may be a result of the teacher contacting you, and I think it's important to not get defensive or even apologetic. And on the other hand, if you want to speak with the teacher, don't try to have a quick conversation or worse, an extended conversation during the drop-off or pickup time Although it seems like the teacher may be available during those times, usually they're pretty busy and that's really not the best time to have their full attention. If the issue isn't critical and there's a conference coming up, maybe you could wait until then. If it's more urgent, it's probably better to schedule a specific time to address the issue with the teacher. And I think by making an appointment, you're being respectful of the teacher's time, but you'll also ensure that you have the teacher's full attention. Oh, and if you call or send an email to set up an appointment, don't expect an immediate response. Of course, during the day the teachers are in the classroom and after school they could be coaching or tutoring. So give them at least one day to respond. Next, it's important to prepare. Think about everything that you want to discuss with the teacher. And don't forget to also get your child's take on the issue. Then make a list and then prioritize the list because you probably won't have enough time to cover everything. You might also want to consider writing your primary goal across the top of the page. It'll help you stay focused on your desired outcome, especially if you think things might become heated during the meeting. If you're planning to talk about a particular assignment, bring all the materials, the paper, the test, the rubric, whatever you've got. That way it'll be easier to refer to. And keep in mind, it's unlikely that the teacher will remember exactly how your particular child did since most likely they graded several of that exact same assignment. If you're there to discuss a behavioral issue, you'll want to be prepared with questions. For example, what exactly is happening? When does it happen? Where does it happen? Is there a particular student who seems to be involved each time it happens? All of the responses to these questions will help you to better understand what may be triggering this particular behavior and why it's happening. If you're there to discuss testing, be sure to ask for the grading rubric or ask what the difference is between different grades. And if you aren't clear about how the test will be used, just ask. You may want to ask if your child is struggling in all areas or just this one. And finally, it's always good to ask if there's anything that you can do at home to help him or her improve. Really, the main idea is to come prepared to the meeting armed with your list of questions that will engage the teacher in a discussion with the ultimate goal of creating an action plan. Questions help you to gain more information. It also helps both of you to work together. Remember, the goal of the meeting is to learn as much as you can from each other about the particular issue so that at the end of the meeting together, you and the teacher can brainstorm ideas and strategies that can help your child. The goal is to agree on specific actions, desired behaviors, and maybe even some deadlines. By developing a plan, it will help you to measure progress after the meeting. And don't forget to ask what method of communication is best for the teacher. Don't just make an assumption based on whatever your preferences are. And then when you arrive home, I think it's a great idea to send a summary of the meeting to the teacher, and that would include a written plan of action. And that way it ensures that both you and her or him are very clear and are on the same page about what these next steps are. Of course, you'll also need to discuss these next steps with your child And I think then it's important to remain positive and to communicate as directly as possible about any of the issues, keeping in mind that the goal is positive change. In fact, you may want to see my episode on delivering feedback to help you with that. Finally, you'll want to remain in touch with your teacher and regularly check the teacher's blog, their e-board, or their newsletter, whatever they've got for communication. And if you do see a positive change that came as a result of the teacher's efforts, be sure to share your appreciation and gratitude. I believe that when teachers, parents, and children work together, everyone benefits, especially your child. I'd like to thank Dr. Cynthia Compton, who provided her expertise and ideas to help me create this episode. I have tremendous respect for Cynthia and all the professional educators who have dedicated their lives to helping our children to be the best they can be. If you're lucky enough to live in the Charlotte, North Carolina area, and you'd like to learn more about talking with your child's teacher, your school principal, or even the school district superintendent, you can attend a presentation on August 27, 2014, you can get the details directly from Dr. Compton. Her email address is c.compton, that's c.c-o-m-p-t-o-n at wingate.edu, that's cc at wingate, w-i-n-g-a-t-e.edu. This is Lisa B. Marshall, helping you maximize sales, manage perceptions, and enhance leadership through keynotes, workshops, books, and online courses passionate about communication, your success is my business. And if you'd like more success in your life, I invite you to listen to my other podcast, Smart Talk, inspiring conversations with exceptional people. And even if you're not a parent, back to school time could mean for yourself. Our sponsor, lynda.com, can help you to keep up to date with software, can pick up brand new skills, you can explore hobbies that you're interested in, all by following easy-to-follow, very professional tutorials. One of the things that I like about lynda.com is that they work with the software companies to provide really timely training, often the same day that a new release hits the market, they already have courses ready in their library and the best part is that they have over 2400 courses taught by industry experts and they add more courses every week and you can learn really whatever it is that you like and they have all different levels from beginner to advanced one of the things that i really like is that they just released a new iphone and ipad app and it allows you to see stuff more visually it's more intuitive But the best part is that it also allows you to see the courses offline. That includes the video viewing, which makes it really easy and convenient to learn in environments when you don't have internet access. I also like that the way that the courses are structured, that you can jump in and just get an answer to a specific question that you have. Or you can just go from the beginning to the end and learn about an entire topic. If you've been thinking about taking a class to upgrade your business skills, I suggest, I definitely, I recommend lynda.com. And right now there's a special offer. You can access their entire library free for seven days by visiting lynda.com forward slash speaker. That's lynda.com forward slash speaker to start your seven-day free trial. That's lynda.com forward slash speaker.